Thank you for downloading the NY Balls podcast. If you'd like to contact the authors of this podcast, Andrew Schwartz and Brian Schwartz, please email us at ny.balls.podcast at gmail.com. Welcome to another episode of the NY Balls Podcast. Brian Schwartz here with Andrew Swart. We are only one week away from football season. Uh, oh my god, shorter, oh my god, oh my god. Shorter if, if you consider college football season. A couple good games this weekend. Yeah, nice Labor Day game. Nights, Labor Day night special, Virginia Tech and uh, Boise State. Not the Here's game I was site. referring to. I know, Michigan-UConn. I don't want to talk about it until it's over. I'll just get excited. But anyway, this is our... Uh, <laughs> We're going to continue with our uh, previews of the NFL season here. We're going to not go team by team or division by division. What we're going to do here is we're going to go over some prop bets, uh, some interesting uh, wagers that could be placed on the upcoming NFL season. Uh, if gambling was legal, it is not, but we still endorse it. I'm getting ready to go down to Delaware soon and do some of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. So uh, I know most people would shy away and say, don't gamble, blah, 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 blah. Gamble. That's part of the fun for football. That's why, you know, it it's endorsed by the NY Balls. But do not take our picks and then go bet them and think that we're uh, we're on the hook for what you lose. No, it's 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 actually actually Brian. Real quick, this is a little anecdote I figured I would share uh, with gambling. Uh, I was listening to a uh, rival podcast today, and it's a little more popular. I don't want to name it to give it any more notoriety, but the host was talking to Al Michaels, <laughs> and. Uh, Al Michaels talking about, you know, he loves gambling and talking about gambling, and he always knows the lines during all his games. And I just thought it was really interesting that Al Michaels was pretty much just coming out and saying, yeah, I try to, even if the game's a piece of crap, but there's gambling implications, I A, know what they are, and B, I try to convey them to the audience in a very subtle way. And I just thought that was extremely interesting. I, I listened to that as well, and how he said he, he called the last play of the 49ers-Chargers Super Bowl really intensely and really dramatically, even though it was the Chargers trying to score a garbage touchdown down by like 30 points to see if they could uh, cover the spread in the, in the Super Bowl uh, in 1994. And by the way, the fact that you and I both just said that we listen to said rival podcast does mean, in fact, they have more listeners than us. So hey, <laughs> That's not true. We have at least three listeners, I know. That's good. Uh, for sure. Uh, that give me feedback after we post, so... Thanks to our listeners. Tell your friends. Get other people to listen. Yeah. Get others of our friends to listen. I mean, geez, we were in a fraternity. You would think we could at least get those guys to all listen to it. Yeah, no one likes me from there. Except except for Hyman, because he's running away from Earl right now. But that's that's a different story. That just sounds kind of weird if you don't really know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've been running away from Earl. So <laughs> let's get started here on the, the props we got. Uh, about six props, and then uh, we're going to predict the offensive, defensive rookies of the year and the MVPs. So uh, let's start over the big one here, and this involves the playoffs. So uh, this is a really interesting, really cool prop, and it's uh, how many of the 12 teams that made the playoffs last year will make the playoffs again in 2010. And the over-under is set at seven. Ooh. And let me name the teams because I'm sure not everybody has them in front of them while they're listening. Uh, from the NFC, you have the Cowboys, the Eagles, 
the Vikings, the Packers, the Saints, and the Cardinals. And then in the AFC, you have the Patriots, Jets, Bengals, Ravens, Colts, and Chargers. And again, the over-under is seven. See, I, I was when I first looked at this, I thought, you know what? There's always a lot of turnover in the league. That's a little bit high. But yeah. then I looked at it, and I said, it has to be that high because you don't know which teams are going to be good. So when I look at this list, I see them all as potential playoff teams. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, wh- what do you have the line at again? I, I'm sorry. It's, oh, the over-under is seven teams. Seven teams. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. Um pretty much a thought process on that like my first thought as well traditionally you know what percentage of teams make it back and i feel like it's not that high you know the nfl is known for its parody that's that's something that they deprive themselves on ah the p word yes but I, I i don't know i mean in this case i mean i have minnesota and green bay both making the playoffs um and i do think i think the cowboys will make the playoffs i don't know if it's going to be a wild card or not but that's three right there. Saints also. And the Saints as well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's something. So the, for the me, the Cardinals that, are more of a wild card now than they were. I don't uh, think the Cardinals will make so the playoffs. There's so much turmoil now. I mean, it's just crazy what's going on there. I don't think they will sniff the payoffs. It, it's amazing to me because I've watched some of the games on replay. Leinart is playing better than Derek Anderson, but his attitude and his like rapport with the team is so bad that they're they're talking about releasing him. I just uh, it's mind boggling to me that someone could that was that good in college could care so little. I mean, something a red flag should have gone up when he didn't come out uh, after his junior year when he could have been the number one pick. Yeah, it's it's almost as if he was kind of trying for those first you know two years behind Warner. And then he was just kind of like, all right, F this, whatever. I'm in California. Uh, well, not California, but he's in Arizona. He's basically in California, whatever the heck he wants to be. You know, I'm near, you know, I don't, I don't have to do anything. I'm making money. I got my contract. Heck, I could, uh, if I don't, you know, I could just live it's the just, life. Even if I don't, if, if I get cut, he's set for life anyway. So, there's just so many good quarterbacks that followed the path of waiting for a couple of years. I mean, think and, about it. Uh, to, have, to see that Leinart doesn't have the the mental fortitude to do that. I mean, think about the quarterbacks that have waited a couple of years. Phil Rivers. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Kevin Cobb looks like he's going to be okay. How many how many teams are always looking for young quarterbacks to trade for? All right, right. Think about Somebody it. Every every year, on. what did Seattle do this year? Who did they go and sign Charlie or trade for? Whitehurst. Charlie freaking Whitehurst. All right. Yeah. If they're going to Charlie Whitehurst. Have you ever heard any rumor about Liner being traded? Like substantiated rumor from like actual rumor mill, like him being traded? No, it's like it, nobody it, it, wants him. And it's yeah, exactly. It's not that teams, the Arizona saying no, no, no. We have a Kurt Warner. We know he's old. We have to hang on to Liner. We're not letting him go. He's a quarterback of the future. They're probably just not getting any serious inquiries. I mean, someone will take him for for a price, but not for where he was drafted. It's probably because he's lefty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he has a noodle arm. But I just think I just think you got to give him a chance. He can't be worse than Derek Anderson's going to be. Yeah, uh, you already know what you have with Derek Anderson. Yeah. The, the team is, you know, it, it's not an automatic 
it's not a team where you you have to have, you have to have quarterback play with that team in order to get there. It's not a it's not a game manager quarterback team that's going to make the playoffs. Your defense isn't that stout. Your offense revolves around the passing game, or it did. I know they're going to try to go the run this year. Yeah, but... I think they're going to run the ball really well. I still give them a chance if if they stabilize that position at all, whether it's Anderson or Leinart. I still think that they should be the favorite in that. Well, division, in, in that but... division, they have a chance. No, I agree. Yeah. That division so, is not it's not great. So, so... All right, so you have four teams out of that NFC exactly. to get back to the question. Yeah, sorry, well, that oh, line thing would bother me. Uh, that you got four four teams there coming out, and then the AFC got Patriots, Jets, Bengals, Ravens, Colts, and Chargers. Man, I can I believe I picked all six of these to go yeah, to the playoffs I, in our in our AFC preview. Uh, I I think I did. See, that's the thing. I I, I no, I actually I'm sorry, I didn't pick, didn't pick the Ravens. The- I picked the Steelers. So I had five of the six making the playoffs yeah i picked uh i picked the pats jets um baltimore colts and chargers and you had as your six team in houston yeah yeah so So we're both on the over then yeah seven oh i got i got uh eight actually right so over seven yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I thought you said we're at seven. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, we're over seven. So we're we are over seven. So I think we're both gonna take the over on there. But here's here's uh, my thing, right? We that's what we think's gonna happen, right? And we picked. No, I know. Okay. Well, that remember when should... I remember when I picked predicted the Victor Cruz breakout in the first Giants preseason game? No. Remember at the end of the podcast, I said that some. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I do remember that. That was. I'm a genius. Was... Take you can take this one to the bank. It's gonna be the over. Just like the Brett Favre thing, you did yeah. did well with that too. Shh. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, over under one more chat roulette sex tape featuring Brandon Spikes released in the next two days. There is one already. Oh, there is one, and it's with him with a girl that looks just like Kim Kardashian. It's you, really crazy. Can you have a sex tape on chat roulette? I didn't know that. Uh, apparently he did. I have. Like, I did not watch it, nor do I plan it, on watching. Yeah. Doesn't someone else have to record that? Does that mean that someone was on chat roulette and decided to stay watching Brendan Spikes? I think he chat? was with somebody there and somebody watched them, yes, and then sold it to like Deadspin or something for like a thousand bucks. I saw the I saw the uh the small uh the thumbnails on Deadspin and I was like, ah, that's all I need to see. Thank you very much. Wow. So that's, uh yeah. Uh, I'll be Go right Brandon back. Spikes. I gotta go. <laughs> So, uh, well, let's never mind. Let's move on to the next prop. Bet. <laughs> uh, this one I found this is probably the coolest prop bet I've ever found, and it's called Heisman Hunters. And if you're a fan of one of these teams, I sincerely apologize. But basically, here you're betting on which team will have the most regular season wins out of the Buccaneers, Browns, Bills, Lions, and Rams. And the bet is called Heisman Hunters because these five teams presumably will be all drafting very high next year as they always draft very high. Uh, I would even throw the Raiders in here. I don't know why the Raiders aren't in here, but yeah, I uh, guess they're already on that bandwagon. Yeah. So this year, so it's the Bucks, Browns, Bills, Lions, and Rams. Who is going to have the most regular season wins? All I know is if these five teams played each other, I'd, I think there'd be a lot of ties, <laughs> <laughs> but who do you have as the most wins? So who's going to be, who will win your Heisman Hunter bet? Um, I, I'm going to have to go with Detroit on this one, actually. I, I think I can rule out Buffalo right now. I, I just same same thing with uh, same thing with the Rams, actually. Uh, Rams just, especially with Donnie Avery being out now, they just don't have any 
wide receiver play. Plus, they have a rookie quarterback. I know they're going to run the ball a lot and, you know, hope maybe Spags will make that defense a little better another year under him. But um, I think they're out of that, too. Um, the Bucks. a lot of people kind of like the Bucks as a sleeper. I don't know. It, it, it's still very... Uh, young quarterback, um, you know, he's kind of still trying to come finger. to his own. What's that? With a broken finger. Yes, with a broken finger. Well, there you go. And uh, who's the other team in there? Sorry. Uh, you got the the Browns. Oh, yeah. And the Browns, well, they, Jake DeLome's a quarterback. And it's Cleveland. So, actually, I yeah. should probably put them. They'll probably get the lowest draft pick out of all of them <laughs> with two wins. Uh, no, remember, you're no. picking who's going to have the most. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're going to get uh, – uh. I will tell you right now, I rule out the Browns because I think their division's too good. Yeah. And I would do the same thing with the Bills because I think the AFC East is very good too. So that leaves me with the Bucks. That's really the only reason you Rams. take out the Bills. I mean, yeah, well, uh, I'm trying <laughs> to be nice. The Rams, I think, are in the weakest division of those three teams I have left. But I think the Lions are, are okay. Yeah, I think they could. I think they could approach 500 this year if things go right. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the Lions. And and also, you know, we're we're talking today on the first day of NFL cuts, and a lot of roster moves been made today. You know, there's a lot of key players, and I know this is, you know, in the whole scheme of things, will make a very small difference. There's a lot of key players in that division that are, uh, you know, that are are, are hurt currently, um, are not eligible to come, to, you know, come off pup lists until the middle of the season. Um, so, you know, you, you, who knows what's going to happen in Minnesota there? I mean, Green Bay is really the only, you know, quote-unquote sure thing in that division. So, I, Hey, I, their offense is a sure thing. We'll yeah, see about the rest of the team. Yeah, well, they put Atari Big B on the pop list. Uh, right. You know, so I, I think the, the so Lions they'll be getting, have the best They'll be getting a lot less personal fouls this year if you, well, until Big B comes back. Yeah, they put someone else on the freaking pop list too. Uh might have been Al Harris. Al Harris, yeah. So, so their secondary is a little bit depleted. Yes. For sure. Yes. Sorry, right, well, we both have the lines there. All right, so we don't differ yet. Uh, here we go. Here's the next over-under. Next prop bet. Uh, Tim Jesus Tebow mm-hmm. starts this year. Over-under 1.5. Yeah, I'm going to take the under on this, actually. Um, I just think... First off, I actually like Kyle Orton a lot this year. Um, so in terms of the actual quarterback play, uh, unless he gets hurt, I think Orton's going to be the guy. I mean, obviously I know it's a big caveat of this this prop is, you know, if there's always a chance that the quarterbacks get hurt, and he's going to have no choice but to play. Um, assuming he doesn't get hurt, um, I think it's even up in the air if he's the second guy right now. I don't think he is, though. You know, Brady Kin's having issues even getting on the team, possibly. Um, you know, the only the only way I see Tebow possibly playing this year, you know, aside from you know injuries, is if they completely collapse. I mean, I'm not even talking like a six-win team. I'm talking about like three or four wins somehow. You know, and, and I don't see that happening. So I don't even think he's going to get a start. I'm taking the under. So if the over-under was a half, you'd still take the under? Yes. Okay, well, I am taking the over on the one and a half because I do think Denver's going to suck. <laughs> and we talked about this in the AFC preview. You you think they're more of like an 8-8 eight and eight team, and I think they're more of a 4-12 and 12 team. And if okay. they're a four-win team, I think they're crazy if they don't spin the wheels on him a little bit and get a little good karma from God. 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that McDaniel, you know, actually picked him that high shows that, you know, he obviously really likes the guy in a non-homosexual way because that would really turn Tebow off or he'd well, cut McDaniel's penis. To me, I think that he's a hard worker and he's a smart kid. I could say that I'm older than him. Or because he's white. <laughs> right. So... I get so because he's smart. I'm not disparaging black people, by the way. The reason why the reason why younger <laughs> quarterbacks, the reason why younger quarterbacks are held out, yeah, is because they haven't picked up the offense, and I don't think that's going to be the problem. The question with Tebow's never been his mental makeup; it's his physical tools, his accuracy, and his footwork, things like that. So I think that he'll have a grip of the offense, so he'll have no problem putting him in at that back end of the year. I say he gets a couple of starts. Okay. So, uh, Do you care to uh, predict, just for the fun of it, how many think he's going to get? Four. Four. All right. Four starts. I think this will be a team that's uh, like three and nine, and he'll say, the hell with it. I'm putting in Tebow. Yeah. Okay. That's especially, interesting. Especially at the back end of the schedules. Uh, there's division games at the end now. You know, playing against some teams that aren't too scary, at least on paper, with the Raiders and the, and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Chefs. So, uh, damn, I slipped there. I said Chiefs. Yeah, sorry. Um, all right, next prop on the list. Uh, more touchdowns this season. Chad, ultimate catch, Ocho Cinco, or Terrell, Teosho, Owens? Uh, I'm actually going to go with T.O. on this one. Um, I don't... Ocho Cinco is really not a guy that has caught... Uh, you know, a lot of TD passes in his career. I actually think, uh, I may be wrong on this, I don't know, we'll have our our stat checkers check it later, but I'm pretty sure he's never caught more than double-digit touchdowns in his career. Uh, More than double-digit touchdowns? You want him to have triple-digit touchdowns? uh, I should say more than (laughs) single-digit. Thank you. I I don't have to check with our stat guy. Instant stat check. I know that Ochocinco has never caught 100 touchdowns in his I season. said that, and a little red squiggly line appeared under my sentence. <laughs> you just right-clicked on that right away. Uh, yeah, no, okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure he has not caught double-digit touchdowns in his career. Um, and I'm going to check while you're talking, so keep going. All right, thank you. So I, I think – I don't know if T.O. is going to necessarily get the amount of yardage that they're looking for, but they just can't cut Antonio Bryant. Um, you know, he's a – Tio's going to be a big target in that end zone. Uh, he's going to want the ball. So I, I think he'll get more, even though it might only be like seven touchdowns. I, I think that could be enough to get more than the two of them. Well, I think uh, I'm going to go with Ocho Cinco here. Ooh. And the reason I'm going to go Ocho Cinco is because uh, I think in the first half of the season, you're going to see Tio get more touchdowns because I think he's got a little bit more left in the tank than people are giving him credit for. Yeah, but then in the second half of the season, I think you're going to see a switch, and people are going to start uh, paying attention more to To, and then I think Chad is going to start getting uh, more TDs. Uh, then, because I think he's a he's still better than T, he's better than To at this point. Even though Chad's no spring chicken; he's been in the league for ten years. Yeah, and he has had one season of ten. Oh, okay. And three seasons of nine. Well, technically, I was almost so, correct. Almost. That's, that's, he had he had nine last year. Yeah. So you know he's not he's not that bad. I'd say he was bad. <laughs> I was just trying to manufacture stats to make an argument. Quick, how many tackles does Ocho Cinco have in his career? I uh, 
22. 10. Oh. We were looking for 10. 10. So we differ on the last two, uh, Tebow and the Ocho Cinco Tio competition. By the way, can I just say that my favorite uh, my, my favorite thing on the ESPN player profile is uh, the pronunciation key? Absolutely uh, my favorite. How is Ocho Cinco pronounced? Ocho Cinco. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's All impressive. I know is that uh, we were watching the Ultimate Catch the other night, and Ocho Cinco's mom was on to meet with the girls. Yeah, and he calls her. Him and his family call him Ocho and Ocho Cinco. His so family, his family who has the name Johnson, which was formerly his last name, they call him Ocho and Ocho Cinco. Well, that's just impressive. By the way, I just have to say, Terrell Owens in his career. Uh, Caught double-digit touchdowns or more, not or more, just once. Swear to God, not more than not more than double digits, but uh, eight times. Yeah, and that's including, impressive. Including ten two years ago, fifteen three years ago, thirteen four years ago. So I'm not just talking about his San Francisco days. Well, I, I think that's why it's an over/under. Uh, that's why it's a prop bet because it's fairly even. Yes. Yes. Uh, here we go. Next prop bet. Ooh. Brett Favre. Touchdowns this season, twenty-five. Before you start talking about that, I was gonna do. Uh, I was gonna try to make one up, like a Brett Favre starts this year. Yeah. And set it at like fifteen and a half or something to see if you think he'd miss a game. But say that I again. Could... I'm sorry. I was looking at how many forced fumbles Tio has in his career, and I'm impressed. Oh actually. God. <laughs> Brett Favre TDs. Let's just go with that. Brett Favre TDs over under is twenty five. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the under on that. Um, just because I think this might be the season that a his streak ends. B I think that team's gonna underachieve a little. Um, I could see him more in the twenty touchdown, twenty interception type range. I don't think he's gonna make it over uh, the twenty five threshold. I'm gonna take the over. Oh my gosh! He throws the ball a lot. It's if this really is his last season, he's not going to listen to anybody. He's did you really? Ju- did you really just say if this is his last season? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, how can you base that on if, an argument either way? If it's his last season, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, he's he he uh, marches to the beat of his own drum, and I think that he is going to throw the ball a lot. I also think they're going to be in some closer games where he's going to have to throw. Mm-hmm. They might be behind in some games where he's going to have to throw a lot. And I really think their offensive line is a little bit overrated, so I don't think they're going to be running the ball as well this year. I think it's going to hurt that they lost Chester Taylor. Mm. Um, so I, I really like it. If we're talking about Brett Favre's stats, how many times he's gone over, and I know he's old now, but how many times he's gone over 25 touchdowns in his career? He did it for like seven years in a row. And even last year he had 33, the year before 22, and then 18. So uh, 28 and then 18. So I don't know. Again, I think that's a reason why that's the prop bet, obviously. They're going to get equal action on both sides. But I'm going to go over. I I think I'm going to go over here. All right. I don't like Favre. But if we get went over under his interceptions, I don't care what the number is, I'd be taking the over. So do you think that's going to be a – he's going to be over – um, and healthy the entire year, or he might play 13 games and get to like 26 touchdowns. I think he'll play in every game, no matter what. Okay. Because he's just stubborn. Even if his like arm is hanging off completely. Yeah, he'll just play. 
and I mean, all the power to, to pull. Are right, you ready? They're going to pull a Nikisha Sales and let him get out there to put in the layup to be the all-time. I'm, I'm not even. Do you even know what I'm talking that. about? Nope, not even going to acknowledge. Really? Uh, yeah. Do you know okay, what I'm talking here. about? No, I don't. And I, I don't have want to say, you to no, no, no. It. No, it's a women's basketball. Story. I know, but it's it's. This is how. This is why women's sports don't actually count as sports. She was she was two. Why are we proving points? We already know she was one point away from being the all-time scorer in UConn history. And they were playing Villanova in a conference game. And before the game started, they let UConn win the tip and her limp and get a layup. And then they let Villanova get the layup so she could be the all-time leading scorer. And then she was done. In her senior year, she tore ACL one point away. How gay is that? I'm just going to hope that you edit that out and I'm going to move on to the next thing. Uh, player, player most likely to get caught on performance-enhancing drugs. Really? No, I just made that one up. Oh, but seriously, who's your player most likely to get caught in performance-enhancing drugs? What kind of performance-enhancing drugs are we talking about? Because it clearly could be Shante Shanko. <laughs> Someone but, who's gonna get suspended. Let's go with that. Really? Yeah. Uh, it could be. I could see Ben Roethlisberger getting suspended just because he's probably <laughs> had so many. He's probably he's probably had so many drugs to try to keep him from like lashing out and he, he roofied himself, raping anything he can. He floried himself. He's probably going to have to be roofied. Um, you know, eh, he's going to have to square up women. His center is going to be a little scared to start giving him prostate exams in the huddle. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Sean Merriman again. Oh. Yeah, I think he's because he wants a new contract next year. I think he's going to try to get away with some shit so he could get a better contract next year. But he's, he's going to start cycling again? I think he's already cycling. Let's put it that way. All right. Oh, by the way, do you think Vincent Jackson will sign? By the start of the season, yes or no? Uh, no, I think he's going to end up getting traded. Darrell Revis, do you think he will sign by the end of, of the preseason? Yeah, I think they'll get him going. Okay. How about uh, and here's, uh, I think Revis will sign, and I think Vincent Jackson will sign as well. Okay. Uh, which division? Here's our last prop. Will have the best? Which division will have the best overall winning percentage? Hmm. That that's uh, see that's tough because you you might have a great division. But the rest of the teams might suck, and therefore you might bring it down. So you might have two really good teams, but then the rest of them might bring it down. I mean, what? I would pose this first. What what type of win percentage do you think it's going to take to win this to win this bet? I mean, are we talking uh, like 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 five eighty? Well, it's 64, te- 64 games. Yeah. So thirty two and thirty two is is five hundred. Yeah. I'd say you have to get to about. 36 and 28. 36 and 28? Yeah. Uh, what does that put it at? I don't do math. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not figuring out the percentage. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll get the calculator while you think of your division. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I actually... I don't know. It's... I, I have two divisions I'm actually kind of looking at right here that I'm trying to decide which one I think it's going to be higher, obviously. Um, I think the AFC North would could ha- should have a decent one. Thirty six and twenty eight. Sorry to interrupt. Is fifty six percent. I said five eighty. I was close. Yeah. Um, and actually, the AFC South, along with uh, you know, what? I'm gonna say AFC South. I know it sounds a little crazy, but I think Indianapolis is gonna get to their twelve, thirteen wins. 
as they usually do. I really do. I think they're going to have another good year. Um, I think Houston's going to be good this year. I could see them getting, you know, I could see them getting 10 wins, maybe 11 at the most, but probably closer to 10. Um, and I don't think Tennessee's going to be bad at all. They're going to be right there. And I don't think Jacksonville is going to stink as much as um, as some bottom dwellers in other divisions bringing it down. Um, you know, I, I liked I like the AFC North, but I really think the Browns are going to be terrible and they might post two wins. So I'm going to actually say uh, the AFC South. Man, you are like... That one got you. You were a little perplexed during that whole little uh, diatribe. Was I? Yeah, a little bit. Well, uh, I was is, thinking about it. I is, it's to, a great bet. It's a I great make an bet. Inf- I wanted to make it informed, and I wanted to talk it out into every. You know, I want to let everyone know my thought it, process. It's, it's a great bet and a great discussion. I'm going to make a couple of points here. Oh my gosh. My my inkling is to say the NFC East because I think all those teams could finish over 500. However, when you talk about the best winning percentage, you do need that team that has the really, really good record to bring it up. Uh, so I, I think all the NFC East teams could be tightly packed together. Uh, so I don't think they're same thing for the uh, AFC North, which you mentioned. I think those three teams at the top, they're all going to be good. And like I said, the Browns are going to be bad, but those three teams that are good are all going to be tightly packed together. Like maybe 11 wins, 10 wins, nine wins or yeah. 10, nine, 10, nine, eight. Um, and your AFC South pick, I think it's you're right. There's no bad team, like awful team in that division. But I'm going to take them out because I think they play the NFC East. So that's going to hurt them. You're not quite as high on Houston as I am anyway. So. No, no, but I'm a little higher on Tennessee than you are. And I think, and like I said, I think they play the NFC East, so that's going to hurt. Uh, AFC East, Buffalo is going to be terrible, so I don't think it's them. I'm actually going to go with the NFC North. Because I think the Packers are going to be a very high win team. Okay. I think the Vikings are a playoff team, and I think the Bears are an eight and eight team, and I think the Lions won't be terrible. So I think there'll be some balance in that division. I'm going to go with the NFC North. So basically, we we we're basically taking both the divisions that we picked, and we're thinking the general outcome or the structure of the of the win loss records in each division is going to be roughly the same. We just happen right. to pick different divisions. All I know is it's not the AFC or NFC West. Yes. <laughs> so I'm those... going to play that back for you if that's the case. Yeah, I'll be, a lot of people will be losing money if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we got now we're done with the props. Just a couple predictions before we wrap up the podcast. Got to get them on record. Offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and MVP. Uh, let's start with the offensive rookie of the year and uh, Andrew Swart of NY Balls. Who do you have? Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Matthews, running back uh, for the Chargers. Um, I, I think one no of the Rob main... Gronkowski for you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no Rob Gronkowski for me. I That was just a retarded sleeper follow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I got Tom Brady. Double points. You never know. Anyway, um, I, I really I, – I, I think Matthews is going to – get this because a he's going to have a chance out of a lot of the offensive rookies to put up the best stats um the one thing i do worry about is the lack of i don't know how you say dynamics i suppose i could see a guy like cj spiller maybe not putting up quite as gaudy numbers but he might have more memorable plays uh you know that might sway some of the betting but i I just think off of sheer opportunity combined with skill i think ryan matthews is going to win that how about you? 
I'm deciding between two. I don't. I just. I don't know if I. I don't buy into the Ryan Matthews hype. I don't know yet. I watched him in college at Fresno State. He seemed a little slow-footed to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, he's going to get a lot of opportunities. But I think I might go with more of an impact. I think I might go with Javid Best. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to get a lot of touches, and he's going to be that dynamic type of player. Uh, and if I had to take a second guy, I think I'd take Sam Bradford. Just because it looks like he might start now, and once you start him, you're not going to take him out. You don't want to get rid of his confidence. And, you know, a, a rookie quarterback, if he has a decent year, you know, mm-hmm. even if he's even in touchdowns and interceptions, he's he's got a good chance of winning the rookie of the year. So, uh, But I'm going to go with Javid Best as my pick. All right. It's very interesting. All right, so now who you got for the defensive rookie of the year? Ugh, this one's tough. Yes, a lot of good players out there. Yeah, because if Revis doesn't come back, I could almost see Kyle Wilson be, being rookie of the year. Okay. Uh, and I've, I like what I've seen out of Indomitian Sue in the preseason, but again... You mean killing Jake DeLone? Right. But I don't know if, you know, an interior lineman doesn't get a lot of publicity. You yeah. know, I don't know if... A lot of times you get... A lot of times you get a you know a, a big linebacker come out of here that 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 ends up getting that one you know a middle linebacker or something like that because um, you like you said a he's not an interior lineman makes plays uh, you know but uh, there's no one that really kind of stands out in this draft unless you really like Rolando McLean sorry I didn't mean to step on your toes there but. no I, I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna take a defensive end here okay uh, and I'm I'm actually unfortunately gonna take an eagle and I'm gonna take uh, Brandon Graham All right. uh, from Michigan. I think that in the the way the Eagles run their defense, uh, they'll be blitzing a lot, and I think he'll have a lot of opportunities for sacks, and I know he's he's very good at playing the run, and I think he's really going to be a, a solid impact defensive player. Uh, last year's winner was Cushing, I believe, and he won it because of his sack numbers, and I think that Brandon Graham's going to have a really nice year, and I think he's going to take it. Okay. Um yeah, I, I was actually looking at Graham. Another guy I was actually looking at, um, Jerry Hughes of the Colts. Um, I kind of like him, but I, I ultimately think it's actually going to be Eric Berry uh, from the Chefs, Brian. Nice uh, job. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Um, I think he, I think he's going to be one of those impact guys that, you know, to, to be rookie of the, of the year, you do have to kind of put up stats. I think he's the type of guy that, is going to be extremely solid. Um, he's going to be someone that quickly teams are not going to want to play around. He's going to have that early, you know, young Ed Reed type of impact uh, back there because he can cover guys, obviously. So uh, I think Eric Berry is going to, especially on a team that's going to be playing a decent amount of defense, is going to get the uh, the award for a defensive rookie of the year. All right, now the big one, the most valuable player. Yeah, so, I mean, most valuable player, it's generally what? What's the criteria for most valuable player usually? Um, Who knows? Best it stats. changes every year. Oh, <laughs> I, I know, but, I mean, usually it's best Winning stats. Winning team, best stats. Usually a quarterback. Usually a quarterback. A lot of times a quarterback. Most of the time a quarterback. A lot of the time it's a quarterback. Extremely amount of time. And that's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm, 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 I, nobody could see me nodding on the on Yes, the Brian's like, yes, yes, you're correct. It is a lot of times quarterback. Um, I'm actually going to take a quarterback. Big surprise. Uh, I think it's going to be Tom Brady this year again. Um, I, I think that 
we kind of talked about this in the AC preview, but the, the Pats really aren't getting their due. And there, there's reasons for that. They're kind of in between. A lot of their team is old or too young. But I think he's going to kind of have – another reason you can get the MVP is kind of that comeback player type thing. Um, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, yeah, holy crap, Tom Brady's really good. I think he's going to have a great year. And he's 10, 10 to 1, by the way, Tom Brady. Yeah? It's not a bad bet, actually. Um, so yeah, I, I think they're going to have a good year this year and I think kind of, I think he's going to have a great year and coupled with the fact of last year, kind of people were down on him because of his injury and all that. I, I think those two factors together is going to make, bring in the MVP. Yeah. I, I really like that pick. Uh, I really do. But to me, I think that the MVP for this year is already preordained. Ben Roethlisberger? No, <laughs> no, I think it's Aaron Rodgers and I don't think that – I mean, I don't even think there's a way he can't win it. I think what you're going to see here is Aaron Rodgers have a great season. They're going to be throwing the ball all over the place. The Packers are going to make the playoffs. There's going to be this huge uh, swarm in the media to push him into the elite quarterbacks uh, discussion or even it just I think there. He's already, I think he's already in it. Yeah, and then you're going to have Brett Favre, I think, a little bit on the downslope. You're going to have the Packers overtaking the Vikings for the division – I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, uh, but I do like the Brady pick. Uh, but I think I literally think that Rodgers can do no wrong right now, and not a, he's not a bad guy or anything. So I, yeah. I like Rodgers. What like are Rodgers. the uh, Ro- Rodgers what, nine to one? Nine to one. What are the? Do you have the other odds up there, real quick? Yeah, uh, Drew Brees is eight to one. The best odds are Peyton Manning at thirteen to two, which I will do the math is six and a half to one. Yeah. Uh, Eli is thirty to one. I mean, the field is ten to one. Romo is fifteen to one. You can take the field. You can take the field at ten to one. That's not bad. Matthew Stafford fifty to one. Uh, not a bad pick. I know you like the Texans. Uh, Matt Schaub, you could get him at twenty-eight to one. I feel here's the thing though. If Matt, if you Sh- think that the Texans could overtake the Colts and. If even if they eke out the division at like a ten and six or eleven and five, and he has a thirty touchdown year, he could take it. Here's the thing: if Matt Schaub has puts up numbers that are good enough to put him in that discussion, I feel like Andre Johnson's going to have like like sixteen hundred yards receiving and like twenty eight touchdowns or something. Like he's I, forty to one. You know, I'm just saying, like if you're going to pick Matt Schaub to have that good of a year, he's going to be in the discussion. I'd rather just take Andre Johnson well, at he the is forty to one odds. Forty to one. Oh, okay. Darrell Revis is 30 to 1 for MVP. I believe he's the only defensive player uh, on this list getting odds, as far as I can see. Okay. All right, well, yeah, that, that's that, it. That, that's kind of an interesting thing to uh, to keep an eye on as well. Yeah. Oh, drop a couple. Got a book? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm not. I'm not telling you. Right, not on the podcast, at least. When you stop recording, I can tell. All right, we're winking at each other. Well. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, I had a great time because uh, I think President Obama is speaking right now. So anytime I could record a podcast and avoid him talking is is just prime time for me. Dude, very I voted excited. for the guy, and I'm not even watching that crap. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for, to, that I'm missing his speeches. Uh, so especially in especially in HD, I really don't want to see him in HD. Oh. So uh, I'm very I'm very happy that we missed that. But uh, we are uh, almost at football season. Uh, it is almost upon us. So, so close. 
Here's what I'm going to tell everybody. Our future podcasts, we may throw in, potentially next week, but even throughout the football season, we may throw in some, uh, as Andrew likes to call it, a smorgasbord podcast where we discuss some of the random issues that are floating around, some playoff baseball, some yeah. college football. Once the baseball gets basics. kind of getting closer, we'll get going. So I'm sure we'll discuss that. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to hit you with two podcasts every week. Uh, usually they'll uh, we'll record them on Tuesday and Thursday, and they'll be up on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays for you guys to listen to. Tuesdays will usually be the uh, recap of the previous week's games, and Thursday will be uh, guessing the spreads of the and previewing the next week's games. And that'll be our format for this year. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I think it should be interesting, especially since last year uh, you made up some excuses about, you know, getting married and second semester, or third year of law school and stuff because I was kicking your ass on picks. I got, I got, well, the, I, I got the spreadsheet somewhere. We'll bring it up when we get I'm, back to I'm that. I'm in so. for redemption. If anybody sure. wants to get involved uh, in our challenge and send us your picks every week uh, for the spreads, you are welcome to do so. Just email us at ny dot balls dot podcast at gmail.com so just email us if you want to get involved if you want to come on as a celebrity picker yeah we'll get you on the people of walmart.com hotline that's right we can get you on as a celebrity picker i know jeremy already wants to get on and and pick a week or two with us so uh hopefully we'll be able to incorporate him in i think we can manage yeah i think we can make it and it'll be really fun so we'll be turning out two podcasts a week and really excited football season is starting and uh, we could do a, we could potentially do a live podcast when you come to visit for the first weekend. Oh of my gosh, <laughs> that would be that, that would be interesting to say the we least. We could do play we could do play by play of the two of us watching the Red Zone Channel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Just, I saw you finally tried this. I tweeted at Scott Hansen. I yeah. saw that. I saw you tried to finally ask Scott Hansen how, in fact, he goes to the bathroom. I'm going to keep asking him every day until he tells me. You probably should. I. I think you, us doing a podcast watching the Red Zone channel during week one, this is all it'll sound like. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, this is oh, the best thing ever. Oh, Jess, oh, this give is me the best beer. Ever. Oh. <laughs> I need a beer. <laughs> beer. So uh, we're very excited for football season. Uh, extremely nervous about the Giants, but I'm going to try to put that in the back of my mind until at least the first game is over. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening <laughs> to our podcast. And uh, can't wait for football to start, and we will talk to you again soon.